بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا So this is the chapter of Salah and the beginning part of this chapter is how Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to ensure that in every posture he paid a lot of attention to where he would put his hand how he would put his hand one hand on top of the other what would he touch how he would grip Sahaba radiyallahu anhum paid a lot of attention to this had it not been for the attention they paid we would never have this ikhtilaf that the sahabi would keep his eye and he would see Allah's Nabi, sometimes his hand went slightly further, he would narrate it, that it touched here. Another one would say, no, it touched here. The fact that they paid so much of attention, they understood that sentence, Sallu kama usalli. As you see me reading salah, you read your salah like that. They understood that so much importance was given to the outside surat, that where the hand touched was important. This is one thing that we find that a person who reads Salah nowadays, perhaps he doesn't give that amount of importance to his outside. So when he puts his hands in sajda, he'll put his hand. But if he has to think of the sallu kamara eitumuni usalli, then when that hand goes in sajda, he'll think, is this how his hand was? Immediately his eye, mind will tell him, no, make your fingers together, make it more tight. Then when he's standing, he'll think, is this how his hand was? And he'll become more straight. You will see how a soldier stands in front of a king. He's never ever lax like. It's never relaxed. He stands in a very unique manner. That always ready, alert. The individual when he will think of the Sallu kamara eitumuni usalli. How you saw me reading where I paid attention to every posture. You read your salah like that. So in the end of this chapter comes these two narrations which you will discuss. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Fadal ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma narrates, As-salatu mathna mathna, tashahudun fi kulli rak'atayn, wa takhashu'un wa tadarru'un wa tamaskunun. This wording is unique. As-salatu mathna mathna, تَشَحُّدٌ فِي كُلِّ رَكْعَتَيْنِ وَتَخَشُّعٌ وَتَضَرُّعٌ وَتَمَسْكُنٌ As-salatu mathna, mathna means, we normally say mathna, we do it in nahwa. It comes in the chapter of what is adal. One is rak'atayn, salah is two rakats, that's two rakats. Mathna, mathna has two, two. Which could one meaning mean that read two and then read two. But how it has its meaning, mathna, mathna means, don't ever stop performing salah. Two, then another two. Then why stop and say stop? Another two. Then another two. Then another two. Then another two. This is the meaning of mathna, mathna. Meaning wherever you get the time, and you look at the clock and you say, I don't have time for four rakats. He says, don't worry, two rakats. Wherever you can grab a two rakats, enter the masjid, read two rakats. Before going to sleep, you tie it, read two rakats. Sometimes you're just walking in, you think I just made wudu, read two rakats. 
Wherever you got the chance, he said, Masna, Masna, get two. After two, look at the clock again, say, I get another two. Sometimes you will join the two and another two, you'll get four rakats. But don't in the fear of, I won't manage four, leave it. He said, two. Hit a two, then make another two. Then make another two. Masna, Masna has that meaning. That continuously search for the occasions of salah. And when you find it, don't be scared of eight rakats, read two rakats. Your two rakats will make you then read another two rakats. You'll wake up at night and you'll say, eight rakats, the hajjur is too much for me. Say, read two rakats. After two rakats, you will think, why can't I read another two? Masna, masna. One, two will pull another two. Tashahudun fi kulli rakatain. At the end of every two rakats, you will say, At-tahiyyatu lillah, wa-salawatu, wa-tayyibat. Meaning that tashahud is like the peak of the salah. When it comes to the end. At-tahiyyatu lillah. Every type of greetings or every types of... Tahiyya means a greeting, but the greeting of the servant now to the master. One is the greeting of the master to the servant. One is the greeting of the servant to the master. That's At-tahiyyatu lillah. وَالصَّلَوَاتُ وَالطَّيِّبَاتُ Then comes the wording وَتَخَشُّعُنْ وَتَضَرُّعُنْ وَتَمَسْكُنُنْ That in the salah of two rakats, what will you be searching for? تَخَشُّعُنْ خُشُو خُشُو which comes in خَاشِعِين Those people who are خَاشِع in salah. So Mullah Liqari Rahimullah writes that look at the word خَاشِع خُشُو means that where the body is also what they call sakinuna qaliban, where the body is also not shaking too much. Unnecessary movements is not happening. Sakinuna qaliban. And then they say khaifuna qalban. And the heart also is filled with the fear of Almighty Allah. That is called khashi'. Fi salatihim khashi'un. That person who got khushu. Sakinuna qaliban. The body is not moving unnecessarily. The heart is also full of fear. But Mullah Ali Qari Rahimullah writes a nice wording here. He writes, but here khashi wasn't mentioned. Takhashu was mentioned. But takalluf, which means that even if you don't have that fear, and even if your body wants to move a little, but it's your nature, you want to scratch a little, you want to play with your watch, make takalluf a little in the two rakats. Force yourself not to move. The speciality of this bab of tafa'ul is, we call it takalluf. That even if you can't do it, just try and do it. So that's takhashu'un. That it's only a two rakats issue. In the two rakats, takhashu'un say, my body must not move unnecessarily. And my heart must act as though, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sees a person playing with his beard, most likely it was, in salah. And that wording of his after that he said, that had this person's heart been blessed with khushu, then his body also would have been blessed. لَوْ خَشَعَ قَلْبُهُ لَخَشَعَتْ جَوَارِحُهُ That if his heart was blessed with khushu, that khawf, then his body also would have kept its sukoon and itminan. So if the body wants to move a little, just think of this word, تَخَشُّعُنِ It's only two rakats. Let's hold myself. تَخَشُّعُنِ then tadarru'un. Tadarru' means that you beg. In the two rakats, wherever you get the chance, beg. This is one thing that we have found in many of our salahs. A person has become oblivious. 
We perhaps saw the narration where the aqrab that a servant is to his Allah is in sajda. After that wording it comes. So when you are in sajda, ask. But we have found very, very few people have ever made sajda the place of dua. أَقْرَبُ مَا يَكُونُ الْعَبْدُ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى وَهُوَ سَاجِدٌ And then it comes, فَاجْتَهِدُوا فِي الدُّعَى Now is the time to beg. Some ulama of the Hanafi mother have mentioned that the time فَاجْتَهِدُوا فِي الدُّعَى means after that final sajda, when you will sit in the tashahud, after the tashahud, durood, and then dua. So either it's there, where normally when it comes, Allahumma inni zhalamtu nafsi, so it's understood by us that that's my one dua and only dua. And no one adds. So that's one possible meaning in the madhab, that you will make the dua there. Other ulama have said, no, in the sajda, you're reading a nafal salah, in the sajda make dua. You are reading a sunan, in the sajda make dua, fajtahidu fi dua. Conditions were put. That it must be in the Arabic language, it must be a dua from Quran, from Sunnah, but we are all students now. And a student definitely knows, وَتَضَرُّعٌ in your salah beg. This is one part that me and you hardly use salah for this. He said, وَتَضَرُّعُ تَضَرُّعُ means to carry on begging, begging, begging until the person gives in. This is called وَتَضَرُّعٌ in your two rakats beg. So in the first sajda, if you're still tired and you know I still have to make another one rakat, then the first sajda, second sajda, rakat one went away. But when rakat two is coming, now you're in your last sajda. Now think about this here. Did I get any tadarru in the salah? And if you don't do it there, then after the tashahud and durood, when you're making that final dua, at least they think of tadarru. That there must be one place in my salah where I beg. So at least then you will say, Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira. Then faghfirili, then you'll say, I begged now. After you finish that one, beg something else maybe. But you must get some begging in salah. There must be, the body must not be moving too much. The heart must have a little fear or act like it, takhashu'un. Tadarru'un, there must be some begging in the salah. Watamaskunun. The watamaskun, some of the ulama explain it comes from the meaning of miskin. And miskin is a person who normally is regarded as a beggar or a person who is extremely humble. That's called a miskin. Tamaskunun, some of them have shown its meaning is izharur rajul al maskana min nafsihi. Show Almighty Allah how humble you are. So it says, in that salah now, you yourself must think, did I show that? Then your every posture will be. It will be the posture of a servant in the court of a master. And that servant is shy. That show your maskana. Maskana means I'm a miskin, I'm a beggar, I am in need. He said, your body must show that. There must be no pride in the salah. A person came in and he made Allahu Akbar in such a manner that somebody else looking said, it seems he is the king. Whereas Allahu Akbar is supposed to be in such a manner that you are the king Allah. So your every lamb how it moves, either it will show I'm the boss or it will show I'm not the boss. 
tamaskunun, your salah is such that when you see your own self in salah, somebody else sees you in salah, they understand this is a slave in front of his master. Three words. Takhashu'un. Your body does not move unnecessarily and your heart has some fear. If you don't have that, act like it got it. Takhashu'un. Tadarru'un. Beg somewhere in your salah. Tamaskunun, let your salah show you are a ajiz, a miskin, you are helpless in front of Almighty Allah. Then the salah will come to an ending. Thumma, now when the salah has ended, you made salam. Taqanna' yadayka, which means tarfa'huma ila rabbik. Now you will lift up your two hands to your Allah. Mustaqbilan bibutunihima wajhak. Its inside portion of the hands will be facing your face, what we call make dua now. Now you have done your two rakats, mathna, mathna. You did your two rakats with three qualities, takhashu, tadarru, tamaskun. Said now lift up the hand, looking at your palms, wataqulu ya rabbi, ya rabbi. And now say, oh my Allah. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ فَهُوَ كَذَا وَكَذَا If a person has not done this in his two rakats, salah, and his salah is just what we say, Isa Waisa. Isa Waisa means it was just a movement. In one narration it comes, Fahuwa Khidajun. Khidajun means there was a lot of nooks in the salah. That the essential thing of the two rakats, the amount of time that was needed to get these three qualities was that same two minutes. No one needs 25 minutes to get it. That same two minutes. But just to start, what is the ingredient? When person makes a cake, it got to do with not the amount of time used. It got to do what was put in. Later on when the taste of the cake is checked, they're not going to ask how long did you take to make the cake. They will say, what did you put in the cake? Two people will read the same two minutes of salah. One person put in three ingredients, the khashu, tadarru, tamaskun. And it was said that was a top salah. The ending he said, oh my Allah. And the other person he had the same two minutes of salah. He just messed out the ingredients. He said, فَهُوَ كَذَا وَكَذَا It was just the salah that was read. May Allah Taala grant us all the ability. It starts off with only two minutes. Ulama have mentioned you want to learn how to practice on salah. Don't start with 20 minutes. Start small but get it good. And work on it. There must be so much of tadrib, so much of practice, so much of repractice. You always choose. I got two rakats. Masna, masna. In the two rakats, let me eat the two rakats which is good. Then the two rakats is done. Again you come the next salah. Again you say, I got two minutes, let me try. Takhashu'un, tadarru'un, tamaskunun. I got three things I need in my salah. Allahu Akbar. And now in two rakats, in two minutes, let's see if I can get it quickly. That person will be paying so much of attention. The thought of his mind now going somewhere else is very far. Like he got so many things to think about. So much of emphasis was put on the body and how the ummah salah must be done. That the last narration which comes now in this chapter was going to show how much of emphasis was put. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was an individual blessed with wahi. If a sahabi radiallahu anhum made an error in the era of Nubuwa, Jibreel alayhi salam would come. Nabi sallallahu would say, where is that one who did so and so thing call him? But so much of emphasis was put on the body movements of Sahaba. Body movements. Not on the heart. On the body movements. 
that as karamat, as a mu'ajizah, Allah tabarak ta'ala would open up for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam many a time during his salah, what the sahabi behind him was doing in his salah. The heart's condition was not opened up. The movement of the body was opened up. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu narrates, Salla bina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-Zuhra. وَفِي مُؤَخَّرِ الصُّفُوفِ رَجُلٌ It was the Zuhar Salah. Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the Imam in front. At the back of the Sufuf. So it doesn't mean in the first line. First line sometimes with the side of your eye you might even pick up. At the back of the Sufuf was a man. فَأَسَاءَ الصَّلَاةِ He did not read a good Salah. Meaning there was movement. There was unnecessary movement. The condition of the heart... That again you will see in the chapters was never discussed. The Sahabi moved his hand. He said if his body, his heart had khushu, his hand wouldn't be moving. All the emphasis was on body movements. salah, He spoiled his salah. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa made salam, falamma sallama, nadahu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ya fulan. He calls him. Let this word settle in everyone's heart. Whoever who had a link with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I want you to think of this wording. He calls the sahabi. And when we say love with the ahadith, they say understand whenever he spoke to a sahabi, he's speaking to me. Because it's a sunnah that's a loving sunnah. So he is my loving imam. So if he's my living imam, it means I am the musalli at the back of the sufuf. And perhaps I am the one who he said now to Ya Fulan. Although I came 1,400 years later, but if you put yourself in that position and we and you know how we spoil our salah. So he says, Oh Fulan, Allah That do you not have any consideration of Allah? Do you not have any thoughts of Allah? Taqwa means that to understand where you are. Ala tattaqillah. Ala tara kayfa tusalli. Have you not looked at how you are performing your salah? So two words. Ala tattaqillah. Ala tara kayfa tusalli. Normally who will ever say fear Allah? We say fear Allah to the one who is not waking up for fajr. Have you ever said fear Allah to the one who is reading the fajr? He said, Ala tattaqillah, Ala tara kayfa tusalli. Have you no fear of Allah? Are you not looking at how you are performing your salah? And then he said, Innakum tarawna annahu yukhfa alayya shay'um mimma tasna'oon. Do you really think that the things that you are doing in your salah are hidden from me? Do you really think that the things that has been done in your salah is hidden? والله إني لا أرى من خلفي كما أرى من بين يدي. Allah has allowed me to see behind me, as He has allowed me to see in front of me. This was not an always incident. There were times when Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would say, "I don't even know what's behind this wall." But there were times in salah because this issue was so important for the ummah. Unnecessary movement of the first group which were going to be the muallims of the rest of the world, unnecessary movement in their salah was going to spoil the salah of the rest of the world. 
Because Salah is a thing which you learn by seeing. If the student first leader of the world was going to be moving in his Salah, was not going to put his hand right in the right place, generation would be reading Salah wrong. He had to be so informed of every movement. Now it comes to me and you. Every one of you are the future leaders of the Ummah. Your Salah, you might just think that no one is looking. But how you will perform Salah, children will become the same people reading that Salah. Behind they will be looking at the teacher and they will naturally take to his Salah. If they find there is khushu and khudu in actions, that child will definitely get khushu and khudu. If they find there is fast movements, that child will get fast movements. The person might just think, I'm reading my salah. No, you will be reading the salah for an entire generation. So important was the student who's going to be the teacher of the world. That Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was going to be given this miracle. That he was going to be seeing the salah of his first jamaat of students. And he was going to be speaking through the ahadith to his last jamaat of students also. Ala tattaqillah, ala tara kayfa tusalli. May Allah bless us that when we enter our salah, we think of the seer. That my Nabi, how he spoke that, Allah tattaqillah. I must not be that sahabi who he calls and says, how did you read your salah? What have you done? May Allah bless us all. This is the end of this chapter. And because now it's the time of imtihan, so this will be the end of this majlis. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك